This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Welcome in, everyone, to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. Friendship. What is friendship? Are there levels of friendship? Why is friendship so important to our spiritual lives? Why is it so important with God? My guest today is a counselor in Deacon who works with a lot of people on cultivating better and holier friendships, both with those around us and most importantly with God. I've already heard from a lot of you regarding this interview. I think it's one you're going to put on repeat and listen to a few more times. Really good stuff. Here is my interview with Deacon Randy Keel. Good morning. Good morning, John. I like the beard. Oh, hey, thank you. Look at this thing here. <laughs> it's a sign of grace. I like it. <laughs> Are we going to keep this going? I don't know. You know, I did it as Chesterton when we did the play last spring, and I, I sort of kept it as a souvenir. Yeah, I <laughs> like it, The play it, was over. I kept the beard. Well, it's a little bit thicker than normal, I see, <laughs> and I like that. I think I, I, I can't wear mine that like that. I just can't, but uh, you can, my friend. You're pulling it off. Let's talk about friendship today. I um, want to talk about friendship. You we, know, like, I, I remember back when I was in graduate school. You don't uh, need any setup, do you? No, you just you just you're ready to go. I just jump. You're just ready to go. It's on the because I live on the edge of the. <laughs> I'm cliff. ready to set you up, and you're, you just <laughs> no. take off. I love it. Go ahead, fly eagle, fly. That's right. So anyway, I remember back in graduate school when they talked about loneliness. You know, what would you do as a therapist if someone came into and said, "Well, my problem is the reason I'm here is loneliness." And I remember one woman raised her hand, and this was quite a surprise because April, quote unquote, she she knew all the answers in our graduate school, so she raised her hand, and her answer was, "We'd refer them." And the teacher said, well, you couldn't be more correct if you weren't a therapist. But as a therapist, you couldn't be more incorrect. Wow. Because loneliness is one of the deepest underlying psychological struggles inside of our mental health. And so when we look at Jesus setting himself up for us as a friend, he knew what he was ministering to. Perhaps the soul inside of us is in a sense of crave, a state of crave for this connection because Jesus referred to himself as a friend when he future prophesied his own death, when he said, greater love has no man than this then he would lay down his life for her friend in John 15. So he's talking to us about, this is the level of friendship that I offer to you. Now I want to set the stage here, John. Sure. So this is just, in this, in this time when Jesus was alive, this is just 200 and so, not quite 300 years since the death of Aristotle. And in the Greek world, philosophers, I mean, their knowledge was almost iconic, right? Their knowledge was almost godlike. And Aristotle had done a phenomenal teaching on the value and the significance of friendship. And I want to give you just a teeny snippet of it. Aristotle taught that there were three levels of friendship. First level was utility. Basically, I'm of utility to you, you're of utility to me. You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll take care of your bee stings, you take care yep. of my bee stings. Those kind seems, of things. Seems pretty surface level. Exactly. Very surface, but, but it has a place. The second level was that which we share in commonality. And so when in Rome do as the Romans, when in Greek do as the Greeks, Grecians, but also if you're wealthy, stay with the wealthy. If you're poor, stay with the poor. 
That was their philosophy. So stay with those that you share life in common with. The third level was those relationships for the basic goodness and most fundamental goodness of self-sacrifice. And Aristotle's teaching said he wasn't sure if there really was such a friendship that existed. Hmm. So this is 200 years hence that, 200 years from that, Jesus himself is talking about the level of the greatness of a friendship. There's greater love that no friend would ever have than he would lay down his life. He's speaking to that number third level because Aristotle also said, if it does exist, it's extremely rare, giving himself the out that possibly it does exist. But then here we have Christ saying to himself, I'm that friend. I'm that friend. And I think back also to the, the hymn, and I don't know that we sing it as Catholics. I, I don't know. It's, it's old in my brain, okay? Yeah. So it might go back to my Protestant era, but what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. Oh, what privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Okay, but when I listen to that, I almost hear level one. Hmm. You know, I'll just, we say, oh, you know, take it to the cross. We don't want to use them as a level one. Take our burdens to the cross, dump it at the foot of the cross. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you and run like the Dickens and run away. No, we're to stay there in a state of number three with him. That's our sense of self-sacrifice because what are we sacrificing? We're sacrificing our human pride. We're sacrificing our own sense of what we value as our dignity. And we're saying for your sake. I lay down my life back for you, Lord. How can I be of service This to is you? almost kind of like a holy friendship, right? It's a I holy mean, friendship. It's a friendship that just is similar to the graces that come within the sacrament of marriage. We kind of can't do, mar- and I watch it all the time through my office as a marriage counselor, the way we do uh, marriage without the graces of Christ through the sacrament and the way we do marriage with the graces of Christ would be similar to the way we do friendship on an earthly level, like we're not getting much deeper than Facebook sometimes mm-hmm. in life as compared to the friendship of life sac- sacrifice that Jesus offers us. So how do we begin that, that friendship with Jesus, that so third I, level? I, I think the third level, I mean, that is partly the invitation of prayer. That when we sit, it's like if I sit before my best friend or a close friend or a developing friendship and say, I want to bear my soul to you. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you about who I am. I want to tell you about how I am and how can I be here for you? Versus, if I imagine going to a friend and say, I want to tell you about who I am, I want to tell you about how I am, and I want to tell you how I need you to be here for me. Yeah. Whoa, we just turned the table on right. that friendship. So I want us to, I want to kind of give a little compelling message today, say, for the sake of our friendship with Jesus Christ, and I love the warmth of friendship also, because I, I sometimes think um, universally, sort of our Catholic Church, we are sort of cold people. Mm-hmm. I just want to like kind of say that a little bit, you know. <laughs> Here comes winter. Oh, we're very out, familiar folks. with that. You know, <laughs> we're, we're sort of a cold people when it because our our main focus isn't fellowship, yeah. as formerly I used to know in another sect of life. You know, I think I've been most religions except for a couple. I haven't tried Buddhism, <laughs> Mormonism yet either. But 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 being around, I, our main emphasis isn't fellowship. Our main emphasis emphasis is the worship of our Savior through our sacraments. So I understand that. But when I think about our sense of friendship with Jesus, it's, it's not one that's kind of common on people's mind. We think of Christ and what he did for us. But let's go further to number three and say, and what is it that you ask of me to do? How, how do you need me as your friend hmm. now, Jesus Christ? How, Jesus, how do you need me as your friend today? What is it that you need from me? I am open to that. I'm a vessel. I pour myself out before you for that. And I feel like if we get that right, 
uh, or, or work at it. I mean, it's never As going to be perfect. we offer ourselves over to that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that we start to develop that or cultivate that sense of holy friendship with each other. Yes, exactly. But we've got to start, it seems to me we've got to start with Jesus. We, we need to. And also, I would even add, um, separating the thought of, and as we fail with that, as, as I, oh, oh, my friend, as I fail you, hmm. oh, listen to the surrender of that, because Jesus knew in the eyes of man, he was failing man. In the eyes of man, and yet he continued pouring himself out as a drink offering for the sake of our salvation. And so even sometimes we'd say to our friend, even as I fail you, I come before you, and how can I love on you today? Now let's bring that inside of our home. Let's bring that to our marriage. Let's bring that to our children. Say, as I serve you, as I offer you my deepest friendship, let alone the levels of friendship that we have outside of our home. Hmm. Deacon Randy Keel, we're talking about friendship uh, with Jesus. Uh, I, I got about four minutes left, yes. but I, I want to hit on our mental health here um, because, you know, I, I I don't know about you, but I feel like, you know, for me, uh, when it comes to friendship, I need that in order to stay sane and healthy mentally, uh, but all the more so friendship with Jesus. Yes. What does that do for my mental health as, as you about, are a counselor? When we think about people, we we love friendship and yet we have some trepidation about it mm-hmm. because nothing hurts us more in life than people. Life can wear us down, but people can bruise us. And we've all been bruised at times by people, people maybe that we thought were our close friends or people that maybe we were at a level three of trying to offer us, but they were at a level one of they, and we end up feeling used by people. So those wounds that we have from friendship, they have a tendency to um, affect us in a way that we call isolation. Hmm. And we say, never going to do that again. Gave up on friends, gave my friends up for Lent one year, never went back, you know, because I don't want any more wounds. Oh, now wait, let's back up, let's back up. And let's remember that our friendship through Jesus as our mediator, we offer ourselves over, not just, hey, I'm here, wound me, but also we are redemptive creatures. God created the human being, not the cow, not the snake, and not anything else, not the fish, not the birds of the air. He created the human available for redemption. So as we are wounded by someone, what are we available for? Forgiveness. Hmm. So without forgiveness, our mental health crashes, John. Yeah. It just crashes. And so we could say on some level, you know, that the love that Christ offered when he laid down his life, there's the beautiful picture of forgiveness. How do I offer friendship? How do I offer forgiveness over to my friends, my family members, my loved ones, whoever that is, or for the sake of loved ones, which is everyone, without the essence of friendship? That means, folks, that we are available for bruising. Hmm. And in a very real way, Versus I think running in, our, from wounds. in our family, in uh, so far as we don't get to choose them. We don't get to choose them. And so there are numerous opportunities for forgiveness and opportunities for redemption that we can experience. Hopefully we are experiencing. And I see far too much isolation, let alone family alienation hmm. from divorce as well as from just broken families. But also I see it. The main thing is that someone's been hurt. When I think of how many people have even um, left our Catholic church or left the faith... When I talk with them about that, so why'd you leave? You know what it comes back to, John? It comes back to a wound. 
and they felt wounded by their mother church. And they, they don't realize, okay, this is where we're called to be forgivers back. Mm. And we've got to offer ourselves over as forgiveness, as ones who forgive the injuries we've experienced, even from our home church, just like a family goes through. It's not without wounds. It's through the wounds that we are forgiven and that we offer ourselves over as forgivers and for I think the sake of Christ. More than anything, it's difficult to do this on our own. Um, that's why Deacon has dedicated his life to doing what he does and walking with many different people throughout uh, how many years? 28 years. 28 years. As Almost 70,000 hours. We're getting close to My 70. My goodness. Practicing psychotherapy and counseling in central Iowa. Cardia counseling with a K. Cardia counseling. Randy Keel. It's always a treat, man. You always bring it. Glad to be with you. Thanks for coming on, Deacon. <laughs> Deacon Randy, everyone. So there you have it, friends. My takeaway from the interview was simple. I want to deepen my friendship with God. I want to surround myself with good friends, friends who aspire to holiness. No, not people that are perfect, but people who want that highest level of friendship with others and our Lord. And it's possible. Thanks to Deacon Randy Keel, my guest today. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter. Inviting your friends to take part in the show, visit our website at yourcatholiclifepodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm John Linetti signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.